We're the twins, and these are our takes. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Twins Takes, a Liam and Imran's podcast on all things sports. Welcome back to another sports recap. Um, it's been a while since we recorded one of these. We took a, a little bit of a break, a couple of weeks, just because we uh, the sports seasons are wrapping up, so we wanted to get a little bit of a break in there, kind of brain, brainstorm some ideas so that when we came back, we had some good uh, episodes lined up for you. So we do have some sneak peeks of those coming up, but uh, we're going to recap the last couple of weeks in sports. Yeah. Um, Imran, what are we going on to first? Um, so when we last talk, when we last put our sports recap, it was game three had just finished in the NBA finals. Um, the Lakers up two on. Now, obviously, as everyone knows, it's a little bit late, but the Lakers did win the NBA championship. Um, LeBron gets his fourth ring. Yep. Um, Anthony yeah. Davis with his first. Yeah, I mean, good for them. Um, definitely looked like the better team. Definitely deserved it. Um, yeah, that's probably the best thing I'll ever say about LeBron. Yeah, I mean, LeBron gets his fourth finals MVP as well. Um, he's he was really solid, but a great job from the Miami Heat. They were short, short-handed without Goron and Bam for a little bit, for most of that series, actually. So they did a great job pushing that to, to six games. And in, in an alternate timeline, when they have Bam and Goron, they could probably push it to seven. Um, but I think the Lakers were definitely the deserve, deserving team throughout the playoffs and, and they looked looked really good so yeah but I mean Tyler Hero got a, a song named after him by Jack Harlow so he basically made it so yeah. <laughs> he's fine um but yeah I mean there's not too much we're, we're gonna touch on in the NBA um it, it was a pretty lackluster final I mean it was still great but I mean the viewing numbers were down it just wasn't as hyped up as uh in years past um and maybe that's because of LeBron and or maybe it's because of just a five seed in the finals. So we we don't know, but um, I think it also could just be with with no fans. Like the games just aren't as the atmosphere isn't yep. there, so people just aren't watching. But we don't know what it is. Hopefully, viewership's back up next year, which I expect it to be. But um, it should be, yeah. We're we'll definitely be having more NBA content coming as the NBA draft comes up and and free agency starts. So. We'll definitely be talking more hoops as we go on, but no more of that in the sports recap. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to NHL. Just a few free agency started and ended and didn't close, but I don't know how NHL free agency works. It's confusing, but um, some of the big signings um, were Canadians extended Brennan Gallagher and also signed Jake Allen and signed Toffoli from the Canucks. Um, so got a backup goalie in, a good backup goalie, extended Gallagher, who's one of their most important players, and stole to Foley off the Canucks. So three. A lot of teams are stealing players off the Canucks. Yeah. That's a theme. Three good signings, I would say. Um, Golden Knights spent a lot of money on Petrangelo. Um, they signed him, and in order to do that, they had to offload Nate Schmidt, who ended up going to the Canucks as well. Um, so that's always good. Great signing in Petrangelo, though. He's yeah. such a such a good defender. Great. Uh, I mean, he can score, obviously, get some assists. Great on the power play. He was great for that St. Louis Blues team. So I think it's a big pickup for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, the only thing I am worried about is his age. He is 30. I think it's a seven- or eight-year deal, 
which is a little bit worrying because that means they haven't signed until 37, 38. So you never know. It's it's a bit of a risky signing, but he's such a good player right now that I think it's worth it. Yeah. Um, the Sabres signed Taylor Hall to a one-year deal. Taylor Hall just kind of floating around at teams. So, I mean, for the Sabres to pick him up, he may be good, he may not be, but you might as well invest. Has he lived on, I don't think he's not lived with hype at all, has um, he? He was good in his first few years, and now he's kind of just tailored off. Such a bad pun. That's so bad. <laughs> Didn't even mean to do that, and then I said it and started laughing. Oh, that's terrible. Um, it's tailed off, not tailored off. Yeah, I know, but I had to try and make it a pun. Okay. Um, the Calgary Flames decided to be the Vancouver Canucks, and they signed Markstrom and Tanov. Um, and it hurt as Canucks fans to see them go to Calgary, um, especially with this whole thing of the NHL maybe playing um Canadian teams only to start just because of the not being able to break the two week quarantine rule for US teams coming to Canada. We might be seeing them a lot very early in the season, but for the Flames, two very, very good signings. Oh, absolutely. Markstrom's uh, one of the best goaltenders in the league mm-hmm. and Chris Tan a solid defender. Yeah, absolutely. Um so definitely big losses for the Canucks. We'll see how they manage without them. Um but I mean, the Canucks kind did they kind of go out and re- try and replace Markstrom or what's the, what's the thought? I'll I'll get to that when we go to the Canucks. Um, a few other big goalies, big name goalies moving. Senators signed Matt Murray. Um, Henrik Lundqvist went to the Capitals. Capitals and Cam Talbot also went somewhere. I think maybe Minnesota or something. Um, uh, but then we move on to the Canucks. Um, the Canucks resigned. Uh, Tyler Mott, which was big. I really like Tyler Mott. Um, we re-signed Vertanen and Gaudet, which are two important signings, but... Um, I don't think the priorities... They shouldn't have been priorities. They weren't because they were restricted free agents, so it was done after. But the big signing was Brett, Braden Holpe um, coming in to be maybe our starting goal talented, maybe our backup. Um, but I think... What our what the Canucks plan was was that Demko eventually will be our starting goalie, and I think that signing Holtby for cheaper on a two year two year deal, um, then they would have got Markstrom for, yeah, two two million less than they would have got Markstrom for I think per year, um, so save some money and Holtby can basically teach Demko a few things, um, but also with the, with the Seattle Kraken Kraken coming in next what year. What a name, by the way. What a name. Yeah. And the expansion draft coming. Um, we can only protect one of our goalies. So, I mean, if they steal Holpe, then fine. We still have Demko. But uh, we didn't want to spend this, the $6 million on Markstrom and then not be able to protect both our goalies and have one of them walk. Um, so, I think that was the play there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense. Just tough to see Markstrom go. Yeah. But, uh, upsetting, but, but I love Demko. Yeah, and, you know, too. I love Demko, so... I think that man's a legend. And then the Canucks obviously also got Nate Schmidt from uh, the Golden Knights. He's a good defender. Um, interesting that we spent... I mean, we didn't spend the money on, but he's, he's getting paid, I think, $4 million or $5 million a year. So, pretty expensive contract. Um, it'll be interesting to see who he plays with and how good he is for us. But it's not a bad trade, but also it's not the best use of cap space, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's basically it for big NHL signings. If anything else happens, in the near future, we'll let you know. But 
Oh, NHL draft. What? Lafreniere. Lafreniere went to the Rangers. Besides that, I don't really know much, so that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah, the Rangers did not pull a Knicks and did not make some questionable move. They got the number one pick. They picked the guy that they should have. Um, so the Rangers know what they're doing, kind of. Yeah, well, they didn't pick... I mean, they didn't pull a Knicks because they, they got the first pick, and then True. they didn't bottle it. So it was, it, it was good for the New York sports. Yeah. Um, and obviously, a nice little... They got Capo Caco. Love that name. Love that man. So, uh, yeah, they got, they got two good young players. Okay, let's move on to the NFL, where we haven't talked about NFL in three weeks now. So there's a lot of things going. So I'm just going to try and pick, out, pick up the big... Um, parts of it. Um, so week five, going back three weeks, um, the Raiders upset the Chiefs, which is a big shock, res- shock result, but also the Raiders have been playing well. Um, but definitely, if, if I was a betting man, I would have bet on the Chiefs to win that game. Yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, I think there are signs of the Chiefs looking a little bit shaky. They had some close games. They weren't playing their best at points. And so... Um, I mean the Raiders definitely played better on the day, but I don't think I don't I don't see the Chiefs losing a whole lot many more games. But I definitely do think from the way they played in general, they didn't deserve to be undefeated up until this point. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that was that. Uh, another one: the Cowboys edged the Giants. Um, and I know this seems like an irrelevant one, but that could. Uh, in the end, determine who makes the playoffs because, as we know, the NFC East is garbage, but one of those garbage teams is making the playoffs. So that could be one that, hey, you know what? If the Giants win it, maybe they end up making the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just uh, it's interesting to see how bad all of those teams are. Um, I really don't know which one of them is going to make the playoffs. It's probably going to be the Cowboys. I don't think so. They it, just lost right now, they, they definitely don't have a quarterback, so... That's interesting. It could be the Eagles, but Carson Wentz is. It might be the Washington bad. football team. If the Washington football team makes the playoffs, I think people just have to laugh. Because how can a team called the Washington football team be in the NFL playoffs? Like, at that point, if you're the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants, you have to be embarrassed. There's I mean, no way you can let that team make the playoffs from your division. Right now, the Eagles are top the NFC East, but just because they have a tie. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how all of that plays out, and we're obviously going to talk about Week 6 and 7, so you'll see a little bit more of some of those NFC East games, but uh, definitely keep an eye on that division. Not because it's a good one, just because it's going to be a close race because they're all bad. Yeah. Um, the Seahawks beat the Vikings after a terrible first half. Yeah. Russell Wilson comes back, leads them to a fourth quarter... Second half comeback, um, and they, they win it with 15 seconds left. Um, that was a big win for the Seahawks, but it's scary. They kept having they – were, they were in close games a lot. Yeah. And eventually they are going to lose one. Yeah. Um, definitely a very, very poor first half. Uh, Russell Wilson knows how to kind of push them forward in, in the second half and, and get them going. Um, and like you said, they've been leaving some games late, and it's been, it was working out for them. Uh, so – I mean, you don't need to fix it, but you would love to, to get some blowout wins in there. So uh, a close one against the Vikings in Week 5, um, and we'll see how that plays out in the next couple of weeks. Well, Week 6 and Week 7, which we're about to update you on. Yeah, um, but lastly, the Saints, uh, lastly in Week 5, Saints beat Chargers in uh, on Monday night in OT, which was uh, which a great, was a, great game. Justin Herbert was re- has been looking really, really good for the Chargers mm-hmm. after Tyrod Taylor... Um, had his whole incident with the doctor accidentally stabbing him or 
with the needle or whatever. But um, yeah, he threw for four TDs that game. So yeah, he good performance by him, but good win for the Saints. Yeah, they definitely needed that. I think they blew a lead, or it was like not didn't blow a lead, but they had the lead for for most of the game. I want to say, um, and the Chargers kind of did well to get it into OT. No, the Chargers had the lead. Oh, and then I got it wrong. Then yeah. the Saints pushed it into OT and got the win in overtime, but. Definitely a much needed win for the Saints, yeah, as they had a couple of bad losses in here and there. So, uh, we'll see how uh, it plays out for them. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to Week Six, um, the New York Giants win their first game against the Washington Football Team. Let's, Let's go, go Giants. Um, they got lucky because the Washington Football Team tied the game with thirty six seconds left and decided to go for the win and and go for two and they missed it. So the Giants won. So they didn't tie the game. Well, they had. A they would have tied point. the game with the extra game. point. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, Daniel, Danny Dimes attempted nineteen passes. Um, so that's a little bit concerning that he's only throwing nineteen times. But I mean, when maybe that's a good thing. Is Saquon injured? Is yeah, yeah Saquon's injured. So I don't understand who's the running back. Devonta Freeman. Oh, Devonta Freeman. Yeah, 18 carries, 61 yards. So oh, so they just didn't have the ball. Yeah, I don't really think they had the ball that much. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Giants, who knows how many wins they're going to need to get into the playoffs this year. Honestly, so, it's going to be like five or so six. So every win they can get is going to matter. Yeah. So that's especially a big one. Especially against division. division yeah, especially against the division. So, like we said, the loss against the Cowboys hurts. The, the win against Washington definitely helps. Yeah. Um, and then week seven. Yeah. But we'll finish week six before um, we move on to that. Yeah, the Jets struggle again in a shutout loss to the Dolphins, losing 24. The Jets are so bad. They're really, really bad. I've, I, if I'm, what's his name? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. I don't I'm, get anywhere near that franchise. I don't want to go anywhere near that franchise. That's something we can talk about at a later date, but they're, they're one of the biggest... Jokes in a franchise. Ever since March, Sanchez had the butt fumble. I don't think it's honestly anyone, true. Any team. I don't think they've had a winning season. Good. Yeah, I mean, uh, they. I think I feel like they definitely missed. Who's their old coach? Rex Ryan. Yeah. He was like okay for them. They did oh all right under yeah. him, but I mean, I don't remember the last time I saw a good Jets team. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, and then the last one was, we had Brady and Rogers match up against each other, and after. Roger, I think after the Packers went up ten nothing, Tom Brady just from then on it was all Tom Brady. Tom Brady's looked pretty phenomenal since they had the rough start. Yeah. Um, Brady just looked like a a different class out there. So definitely, definitely exciting for Buccaneers fans, and we're gonna talk about something that happened in Week Seven for them that was definitely gonna add to their offensive uh, offensive Fire abilities. Power. Yeah. But, yeah, great win over a great Green Bay team. Um, definitely a confidence booster for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, and then moving on to Week 7, which happened just a few days ago. Um, so Thursday Night Football, the Eagles edge the Giants. Yeah. The Giants lose two tough games in their division, but win one. So it's all right. But, I mean, I think the Giants absolutely choked it. Didn't the Eagles score two touchdowns? Two or... touchdowns in the last four and a half minutes, basically. Yeah, that's tough. Um, you can't let that happen if you're, if you're the Giants. But, hey, they lost. Good on the Eagles. Good resiliency. But, yeah, if you're the Giants, you're looking at that game, and you look at that game and maybe the Cowboys game, and you flip those into two wins, hey, now you're 
top of the division and you're, you're probably in control, but I guess they're not. But they still have a chance and they just got to keep fighting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, I don't even think, despite how bad they are, I don't think anyone expected them to be somewhat competitive. No. So it's not a testament to how good they are. It's a testament to how bad the other teams are. But mm-hmm. you you take what, what you can get and yeah. if you can kind of push in for the, the playoffs, go for it and chances are you'll still be bad and end up with a good draft pick if you don't make the playoffs. So um, there's really no no hurting uh, in this situation for the Giants. Absolutely. Um, the Steelers edge the Titans 27-24 and are the only remaining undefeated team in the NFL, 6-0. Yeah, uh, they they look very, very good. Ben Roethlisberger's looking great. Um, the Titans actually made a pretty big comeback to to kind of make it look like they, they could get a win or push to OT, but... Um, Pittsburgh held them off, um, and yeah, only remaining undefeated team, so they definitely look like they, they could be a real threat right now. Obviously, one thing we got to talk about, Chase Claypool, the Canadian, who is from BC, went to Abbotsford Senior, um, and I don't remember what week it was, but he caught three touchdowns, rushed for one, that kind of like put him on the, on the map for, for a lot of guys, or for a lot of teams. Um, and so definitely cool to see um, a Canadian guy uh, ha- putting on a show in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, him al- alongside the likes of Juju uh, is definitely something that'll be fun to watch. And I know they've been having some fun on TikTok because Juju's that kind of guy. So yeah, uh, they're going to be a fun wide receiver pairing to watch down the rest of the season and hopefully into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the Steelers play the Ravens next week. <sighs> But That's if they game. can get through that one, they got the Cowboys, Bengals, and Jags back to back to back. Don't weeks. sleep on the Bengals. I'm not sleeping on the Bengals, but if you look at that schedule, if you can beat the Ravens, hey, you could get to what ten and zero. Yep. Um. But yeah, moving on. Um, another week of football, another Falcons choke. Ugh, what are we gonna do? And is this a Todd Gurley mistake? No. It, well, it is, because he should know better. He should know that all they need is a field goal and that he doesn't need to go in for the touchdown and he can just sit at, like, go down at the one-yard line, let the clock run out and have their guy chip in a field goal. But it's defensive mistakes. You score a touchdown? You can't get mad at the guy for scoring a touchdown. Yes, it's not the smartest play, but it's like you scored a touchdown. It's like at the end of, the, of a basketball game... If a guy takes a quick shot and you make the shot, like, yeah, cool. Like, it, it, you, there's 20 seconds left on the shot clock. You could, or 20 seconds left in the game. You have the you have the last shot, but he doesn't take the last shot, puts up a, a layup, and, and you score. Like, yes, you, it's not the best move. But you can't get mad at him for scoring the ball. Um, the the Lions had no timeouts, and they got down the field in whatever, a mi- under a minute, and scored on the final play of the game. Like, yes, it's a Todd... Todd Gurley should probably know better, and he'll get mad at himself for it. But I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit there and, and put that loss on Todd Gurley. Oh no, not at all. Um, but yeah, it's it's a bit of an error. But yeah, I agree with you in the fact that hey, they were up, they were up, they were up what five or six. They still got the team's gonna play defense. Come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Falcons. What are we gonna do with them? Who knows? It's our guy, Arthur Blank, man. I know. Um, Baker, Baker Mayfield. And just Joe Burrow's in an absolutely amazing... Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I don't know why I said Burrow. 
thinking Alex Burrows. Yeah, I am. Joe Burrow in an absolutely um, offensive game. The Browns edged the Bengals 37-34. Yeah, that was an amazing game. What a game. Two, two young quarterbacks going at it. Um, Baker thrown for five touchdowns, I believe. Joe Burrow for four. For three, but four hundred and six yards. Yeah, that's a that's that's absurd. Um, Joe Burrow's really looked to settle in with the Bengals. Um, have has had some really good games this past couple of weeks. Um, and Baker's put the Browns to a what four and two record. Yeah, five and two, five and two. So, I mean, as much as the Browns have been a a, a bit of a mockery team. Um, they're looking pretty good. They did have a big, big loss in OBJ, who's just gone yeah. down with a torn ACL, so that's definitely going to hurt them. But if Baker continues to play the way he's going to play, I mean, who knows what this Browns team can do, and they're def- they can definitely get into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it looked like they traded touchdowns in the fourth quarter. The Browns, Browns scored with 13-13 left, then the Bengals scored with 8-45 left, then the Browns scored with 4-53 left, then the Bengals scored with a minute left. The Browns scored with 11 seconds left. So that fourth quarter was definitely a very entertaining one. Yeah. Um, the next one, this isn't very important. I just love to I just love to talk about this. Uh, the Patriots got beaten down on by the 49ers. 33-6. <laughs> uh, Patriots are kind of irrelevant. 33-6, right? 33-6 is what I meant, sorry. Um, Patriots kind of irrelevant, but I just kind of wanted to put that in there. We can yeah, move on. They've, they've been really, really bad. Camp Newton, I mean... Bill Belichick has said that Cam Newton still has the starting spot, but how long is that going to be for? He hasn't looked great at all. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes for them. I really thought he was going to be good good for them. I think maybe it's just a hard time settling in. They also just gone through a really huge change, not having Tom Brady anymore. Yeah. So it's also a weird situation that everyone's in. So I'm not going to judge a man for his performance right now, like during these times, but um, it's definitely hard f- for Patriots fans Going from Tom Brady to uh, a lack, lackluster Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, and then the Cardinals stun the Seahawks in a, in a bit of a throw from the Seahawks. I mean, they definitely they had the lead all game. Yeah, they were up 10 mm-hmm. points late. Their they, close games came back to bite them, and yeah. they ended up losing one. But Russ didn't really look good in that game. Not at all. Um, when it came down to it, he... The Cardinals' defense stepped it up, um, and, and Wilson kind of got flustered a little bit, it looked like. And um, while both teams had countless opportunities in OT, uh, the Cardinals' kicker shanked it when he got iced, accidentally iced by his own team. And it was just it was a very, very entertaining game for neutrals, but as somewhat Seahawks fans... Um, it was tough to watch. Yeah, it was definitely a tough one to watch, but... They can only go up from here. Yeah, I mean, like we said, when you're in that many close games, you're bound to lose one eventually. It's just, it. we need to see how they react next week. Because um, if they lose another one on the bounce, then it could be time to kind of figure out what's going on. But if, if they get a big one next week, then I, I won't think too much about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that the last thing you have? Two more quick things. Okay. Uh, Jets, zero seven, only team without a win. Yeah. Um, NFC West, phenomenal. Um, with Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Five and one. Cardinals at five and two. Rams at five and two. And Forty Nine is at four and three. But also the AFC North, Pittsburgh six and zero. 
Ravens five and one, and the Browns five and two, and of course we talked about the NFC East, maybe the worst division of all time. Yeah. Um. One thing that we alluded to, but haven't mentioned, but are now going to mention, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers making the signing of Antonio Brown, who has been out, uh, since last season when he signed when he was with the Raiders, then got kicked out the team, then signed with the Patriots for two weeks, then got kicked out the team for. Domestic abuse allegations, I believe. I don't remember um, what it was for. It was but, something dumb. But he's been adamant about making a return to the league, and it looks like he will be making a return to the league to play alongside Tom Brady again, who he did play with for two weeks. But just adding another wide receiver to that monster of an offense that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if he can get back to the way he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, that offense is absolutely terrifying and that is not something I want to go up against ever. If you look at it on paper, it it may or may not be one of the best offenses in the league. Who is it? Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Goodwin, Godwin, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. What? Huh? Yeah. And Tom Brady? Like, what? Yeah, how do you do Um, that? That's just scary. Um, I'm, that's not even to mention their running back. So, uh, that just passing offense is just unbelievable. So, definitely interesting to see how that plays out. Um, I don't know if he's going to be playing next week against the Giants. I don't know what kind of condition he's, he's in. I don't know what the protocol is for that. But, uh, definitely something to keep an eye on with the Buccaneers offense in the future. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, let's move on to baseball. And we're going to move through this quite quickly as uh, well, I'm still quite upset. I don't know if I'll leave this, but I'm still upset. Um, so we last left you in the wild card series. So if you haven't seen our episode on the New York Yankees, we put one out after they lost, um, game five to the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, so go check that one out if you want to hear us a, a bit passionate about what the Yankees should do. I'm um, a bit heated still. So yeah, the Rays beat the Yankees in five in the ALDS, um, as well as the Astros being the A's in four. Um, and then the Dodgers swept the Padres, and I believe the Braves swept the Marlins. Yeah. Um, so we were set up with an ALCS of the Rays and the Astros. Rays went up 3-0. Astros brought it back and tied it 3-3, but the Rays did win Game 7 and avoid uh, being in the same category as the 0-4 Yankees. Yeah. Um, as the only teams to choke a 3 nothing lead. Um, but I'm very glad that the Houston Astros did not make the World Series because I actually genuinely don't think I could have taken it. No, not at all. Not in 2020. I can't have anything make this year any worse than it is. So having Carlos Correa win the pennant, uh, it's just something I can't handle. Yeah, me neither. Um, and then the Braves, on the other hand, pull a Golden State Warriors and choke a 3-1 lead. Yeah. Um, and the Dodgers come back and Dodgers go into another World Series. Yeah. Do we think they can win it? Do we think it's their year? Or do we think the Rays have it? Um, I think they can win it. Well, obviously you say that now. No, I want the score. Isn't no, it? but I would have backed the Dodgers in the World Series. Yeah, anyways. Just their, their pitching can, can hang with the Rays. Their bullpen, not as much. So that's where it, it kind of gets interesting. But their lineup just out-hits them. Yeah. Um, except for Randy Rosarena, who is actually Mike Trout. Yeah, um, facts. Cuban Mike Trout. Yeah. Um, he's just... The, the rest of that Dodgers lineup is... I mean, they've had nine home, hitters hit a home run in the World Series in, through five games. That's... Yeah. Who who does that? Yeah. So, Dodgers won game one. Yes. The Rays won game two. Yes. Dodgers won game three. Yeah. The Rays won game four. And in what is probably the wildest game I've ever seen. Wildest ending, but also 
just the wildest game. Entertaining World Series games ever. If you if you haven't seen the highlights for that game, I'd I'd look it up. Even if you're not a a baseball fan, because not only is the ending just the craziest and abs- most absurd thing you're ever gonna see, but that game with the lead changes and and everything that was happening, um, ju- just a great game to watch. So if if you're not a baseball fan, but you, but you kind of love the entertainment, that's something I'd watch. Yeah, for sure. And then the Dodgers won Game Five last night. Um, and so here we are. Dodgers one win away from the World Series. Um, from game, winning the World Series. One win away from winning the World Series. Yeah. Well, you said one win away from the World Series. So. Oh, one win, one win away from the World Series title. Yes. Um, game six is tomorrow night, the uh, 20th of October. Do you think they get it done in six, or does it go south? Bueller is not on the mound tomorrow. No, and who's on the Is it Snell on the mound tomorrow? It's no. Snell on the mound for the Rays. I'm going to say they get it done in six. Really? I If it goes to seven, I still think they get it done anyways. Because um, I think Walker Bueller is a monster. Even though Charlie Morton is like undefeated in game sevens. I and think. you best believe Glasnow is available out of the pen in the game seven. If but Glasnow has been terrible. Yeah, but even so. if you even if he gets you one, two innings. But can he get you one, two innings? Yeah, he'll be on two days rest. Yeah, but can he get you one or two good innings? Oh. That's the I, problem. That's the question. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think the Dodgers got it done in six. I think um, their lineup has just been, been too good. And I don't think the Rays bullpen has been as sharp as they were in the ALDS and ALCS. So, yeah, I'm back in the Dodgers tomorrow night in game six to win it. Okay, before we move on. What, do you, just... what, are, you, what are you saying? Oh, I think Dodgers in six. Okay. Dodgers win it. Whether I picked Dodgers and six from the beginning, from the beginning of the series. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Um, but I could see it going to seven, but I I don't really see the Rays getting yeah. a dub. But now that I say it, they're gonna get a dub. Um, but before we move on, we're just just gonna give a few shouts to Randy Rosarena. I, I I'm upset because he beat us, but he's breaking records all over the place. Most home runs in a single postseason most hits in a single postseason he's doing this as a rookie so just it's just credit to him credit to all the work he's put in but yeah you just got to respect i don't want to say greatness because he's not greatness but you got to respect what he's doing this postseason. you got to respect someone who can come up in the clutch and come up in the playoffs like yeah. a guy who had COVID at the beginning of the year i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. and then started playing and was looking hot going into the postseason and then just turned it on and has just been Un- you can't like, get him out. You can't get the guy out. So he's a um, chance. He's not going to, but he's a. He could be in contention for World Series MVP without even winning the World Series. Yeah. Um. So. Definitely, definitely a, a story. Um. Regardless of how it ends up for the Rays, that guy is just. He he's phenomenal. He's, he's gonna I, be special. And I hope he he can continue it. Um. Cause watching him hit, man. I, it's just like every time he's up to bat, you're like, all right, this is just a hit. Like you might as well just walk him at, at this point now. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to mention quickly is that for the NLCS and for the World Series, they actually had fans in attendance. Yes. So there's limited, uh, limited seating. Obviously, they were playing in Texas, but kind of interesting to see fans back. Um, it's still kind of it's it's still pretty fun. Um, I mean the atmosphere is not what it usually is in October, but. Um, definitely cool to see some, some people out there and some people catching home runs and catching f- foul balls and just 
just the hooligan acts that are at baseball games. Yeah, I mean, shout out to our family friends, the Freers, who are actually Dodgers fans and are at the World Series games. Um, they were at game th- three, four, and five, so um, hopefully the Dodgers win it for you guys. And uh, yeah, it was, it was cool to see you guys there. But let's move on to the world of soccer um, and the Premier League. Starting off with United, were we unlucky to draw Chelsea? Absolutely. Um, we definitely had the better chances, um, and especially in the second half when second half when Pogba and Cavani came on. It's funny when you put our best players on the field, we we look good. Yeah. Um. But I mean, j- j- regardless of what you think, in a nil nil game, if the opposing team's goalkeeper wins man of the match, pretty good chance he made some big saves that. Uh, on another day, maybe you got maybe they wouldn't have, and we could have won. So definitely tough, but. Going into it, I would have taken a draw anyways. 100%. Um, so, it, it is what it is. I, I'm not going to I'm not gonna hate our, hate myself over a draw against Chelsea. So, uh, it's the drop points against other teams. That, that, yeah. that I mean, more. Chelsea fans also probably a little bit upset. Definitely had a penalty shot. Um, Maguire definitely fully yanked. Well, I don't even know um, why Maguire is playing, but yeah. Yeah, I just put the credit down. Wasn't even, didn't even go to VAR, which is surprising, but... Um, yeah, it, going into it, I think both teams maybe would have taken a point. Looking at it, maybe both teams thought they deserved three points. Um, Man City dropped points again. Are West Ham on good form? Yes, absolutely West Ham are on good form with wins against Wolves, Leeds, then a draw against Spurs, coming down from 3-0 down to tie at 3-3, and then a win against... Uh, or a draw against Chelsea or City, sorry. You meant win against Leicester, not Leeds. Sorry, that's what I meant. Win yeah. against three four nil at Wolves, three nil Leicester. Um, yeah, three three draw against Spurs in an absolutely phenomenal game where they're down three nil until the eighty second. Uh, score three goals on the eighty second onward. Uh, tie that three three and then uh, draw City. What? I'm a dummy. I missed a week. Yeah, you did. I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Let's go back to that week too. Let's start with that way quickly. Um, United beat Newcastle 4-1, coming back from the international break. Good win, three goals late on. Yeah. Um, Everton and Liverpool, Merseyside Derby, they draw 2 all. Um, Van Dijk got injured really badly. Yeah. Um, and they had a winner called offside. Liverpool had a winner called offside. Five millimeters. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if it was offside, honestly. Yeah, but it was, it was like a, if it was offside, it was a half a millimeter, maybe. Uh, Southampton... Steal a point, um, at a late winner against Chelsea, and Chelsea's defense looked shaky. Three all draw. Yeah. Man City one 0 win over Arsenal. Uh, definitely deserved, but Arsenal definitely could have got a, a goal to tie it. Um, Sheffield and Fulham one all, Palace and Brighton one all. Tottenham West Ham crazy game. Tottenham goes up three 0 inside sixteen minutes, um, and then in the eighty second West Ham scores one, and eighty fifth another one go on in the ninety fourth. Lanzini with an insane striker. Yeah. Absolute screamer. Yeah. Um, one thing to, to mention about... Point. Sorry, one thing to mention about that game. Gareth Bale makes his re-debut re for Spurs. Yeah. Um, came he on as a good. substitute. Yeah, he did. Uh, his fir- first thing as a substitute came on and took a free kick. Yeah. Um, and everyone was... The the Twitter the Twitter people were ready about that. Yeah. Um, 
if, yeah. if he had scored that. And but. he had an, he had another one laid on that he probably should have ended up scoring, to be honest. Yeah. But, you know, he looks good, and he looks like he was happy to play again. So that's mm-hmm. what you want to see. Absolutely. Um, Aston Villa beat Leicester. Aston Villa looking looking good. 91st minute winner from Wells Barkley. West Brom and Burnley tied 0-0. And Wolves big points over Leeds 1-0. Yeah. Okay, now we move on to this week. United beat, uh, draw Chelsea. Um, City drop points again. West Ham on very good form. Uh, Liverpool, Palace and Leeds all get three points. Big three points for all of them. Um, Southampton shock Everton in a 2-0 win. And there are no, nobody's being in, going invincible this year. Um, but yeah, it was about to happen. Everton were looking good, but eventually they were going to slip up. Yeah. Um, Southampton, two first half goals and then kind of just held it down and Dinia got sent off for Everton. So at that point it was always going to be a Southampton win. Yeah. Um, Wolves draw Newcastle. One all with a late Newcastle free kick, which is a very good strike low and around the wall. Uh, West Brom and Brighton draw. Spurs edge Burnley 1-0, and Hugh Son now has more goals in the Premier League this year than Arsenal, which is always which is really great to see. Um, and then Jamie Vardy, 80th minute winner against Arsenal, and Leicester get three points against Arsenal. Yeah, uh, tough for Arsenal, obviously, but uh, Jamie Vardy doesn't even have to start for him to, to get a party, uh, get, on, get on the stat sheet. Yeah, and he so. killed Arsenal's party, so... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that man just knows how to score, and he just gets goals whenever he wants them. Um, so definitely interesting to see uh, some of the upcoming Premier League games. I know United play Arsenal mm-hmm. this upcoming weekend, so that's definitely a big one. United probably want to get three points from that just to boost them up the table a little bit. But it's going to be interesting to see how West Ham, if they can keep up their form, City, if they can get back on form, Chelsea, if they can get some three points because they haven't gotten three points in a while. So definitely some interesting storylines uh, in the Premier League right now. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out next weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but also, it's not just the Premier League in the world soccer anymore. Champions League's back and Europa League. Um, I forgot about Europa League, so maybe we'll just go there and just mention um, any of the big results that happened. Um, Napoli loses 1-0 to AZ Alkmaar. Big wow. loss to start Europa League for Napoli. Arsenal get a 2-1 win over Rapid Vine, Wine, Wien. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, Arsenal got a 2-1 win. Yeah. Roma beat Young Boys. AC Milan beat Celtic. Um, and Spurs beat LASK. Yeah, that's basically it. Now let's move on to what everyone actually cares about now that Man United are in the Europa League and the Champions League. <laughs> so, Juventus, Barca, Liverpool and City all get three points to start off their Champions League campaigns. Um, Barca had five different goal scorers, I want to say. Um, yeah, and two youngsters, Fati and Pedri. Pedri, um, what's his name? Pedri. Pedri, um, which is good for their youth. Um, it's a good thing to see. Um, Chelsea, draw Sevilla, nil nil. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I didn't watch it. Seems like kind of a boring game. Definitely a game that Chelsea would want to be winning, but we all know how Sevilla competes when it comes to European competition, so no surprise that they they figured out a way to get a draw there. Yeah. Um, Lazio beat Borussia Dortmund, and I wouldn't say a shock result, but definitely um, a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Um, I think it was Immobile getting at least a goal, maybe a brace against Dortmund. 
Um, so uh, a goal and an assist, yeah. Yeah, so a good performance from him, but definitely not the way Dortmund uh, wanted to start their uh, Champions League campaign. So they're going to need some bounce-back wins. Well, a bounce-back win this week. I don't know who they play, but definitely going to need a bounce-back win. Yeah, they play... I mean, we can, go, we can go through the fixtures yeah. for this weekend. Um, as I said, Liverpool get three points against Ajax in a bit of a shaky 1-0 win, but hey, three points is three points. Without Van Dijk and without Allison, you're going to take that. Yeah. Um, Bayern beat down on Atletico and Bayern looking like the favourites already. Yeah. Um, yeah, 4-0 over Atletico is no, no easy task, but definitely a little bit of a... A uh, disappointer that uh, they've lost Alfonso Davies for six to eight weeks. So yeah. our Canadian boy, uh, I love that man. He can focus on his YouTube channel now, though. So <laughs> yeah, fun. but uh, I he he's electric out on the field. So it'll be uh, a little bit disappointing watching them play without him on the field. Yeah, um, and then the biggest shock result of the of the of the week was no, not that one. Shakhtar Donetsk. Oh yeah. Donetsk beating Real Madrid three two. Yeah. Um, and Shakhtar had a lot of players missing because of COVID, of positive COVID-19 tests. So this was a very, very big win for Shakhtar and their morales, but also a devastating blow to Real Madrid and Zinedine Zidane to start off the yes. Champions League campaign. Yes, but it clearly didn't affect them that much. As we saw, this was last week, midweek, right? Um, yeah. And, uh, and then this past weekend, they obviously beat Barcelona in the El Clasico. So. Yeah. Definitely a tough loss in the Champions Champions League, but good to see that they're not letting it carry over into their domestic league competition or domestic league. So um, th- I've, I have a feeling they're going to get a bounce back win this week. But yeah, Shakhtar go up 3-0. Real Madrid do their best to, to claw it back to at least get a point, but fall up or fall just shy, uh, losing 3-2. Yeah. Um, and then our best result... Of the of the midweek Come Champions League fixtures, devils. Marcus Rashford owns Paris. Yes, he sir. actually owns it. Um, so Man United beat PSG two one. Um, in Paris, Bruno misses a PK, gets to retake it, slots it home, celebrates as if he scored it the first time. But you know what? Fine. Um, we love to see it. Um, and then Martial scores his first goal of the year just in the wrong net. Um, which was a bit upsetting, but it was definitely an unlucky header. But at that point, sitting 1-1 and it's anyone's game. Um, but late on, Paris, Marcus Rashford just comes out to play. Yeah. What an absolute strike. Far, low and far post. You love to see it. Um, and just celebrating like it was back in the Champions League round of 16. Yeah. Um, I, I was very excited. Um, I'll Name a better that. duo than Marcus Rashford in Paris. There is none. There, there really is none. Um, but yeah, so definitely gonna be definitely excited as a Man United fan. Just that's definitely our hardest fixture of the Champions League. PSG away from home. So no, I mean we have we probably been better away from home this season than we have at home. True, so. but if you look at it on paper, yeah, yeah, you'd say yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go through a few of the games this upcoming week to see if there are any good ones. Um, Ajax Atalanta I think will actually be a really good one but I think yeah. Atalanta will actually edge it. No, Ajax. Atalanta. Okay, Ajax. Atalanta. Okay. Uh, United, Ajax. United play Leipzig which yeah, will be a really be tough task. Um, especially at home knowing that we do not play that great at home. Oh, and, and it's the best game it's the best game of Champions League history. 
Ronaldo and Messi, Juve and Barca. Oh, wow. That's going to be a sight to watch. First time they've ever met up in the Champions League group stage. So we're going to have to see them play twice, obviously, which will be just a spectacle. Um, so that's definitely one you're going to want to tune into. Um, I mean, anytime Ronaldo and Messi clash, it's it's one to watch. But in the Champions League group stage, when all those games mean so much, it's it's going to be a good one. I mean, Messi hasn't got a goal or an assist, I think, in the last three. From, last, open, from open play. From open play in the last six El Clasicos, I think. So I mean I don't think he's I don't think he's done anything really since Ronaldo left. So yeah, maybe mean, he needs to go up against Ronaldo and he'll yeah, score a hattie. I mean when you're not playing when you're not playing Ronaldo you just don't need to be at your best. <laughs> uh, he can just kind of walk around and still have his team do well. So it, I I think it'll be good to see him go up against Ronaldo again. Yeah, I mean and that that's it on sports in the past two and a half three weeks or so. Yeah. Um. So that's that's gonna do it. That's going to end this sports recap. Um, like we said, we've been brainstorming a couple ideas that we're going to be doing coming up. Um, Imran, do you want to kind of give some hints at some of the stuff we've got coming up? Yeah, so right after this, actually, we're, we're recording um, our top 10 position players and starting pitchers in the MLB. So that will be coming out later this week. Um, then a few other ones we have in mind are... Um, the MLB offseason, big free agents, uh, maybe one free agent we want every team to target. Um, the NBA offseason, looking at that. Um, potential NBA mock draft, maybe involving some of some of you guys. Um, those are just a few of them that we've written down and thought about. So definitely lots of good content coming. Lots of lots more sports recaps. Definitely shorter ones that as we keep continuing and sports start to end. But definitely more of our argument of episodes coming back. so Yeah, and we still got a ton of debate ideas, kind of like um, like we we did at the beginning, so those are still going to be potentially coming out too, so definitely keep an eye out. We are figuring out a, a date or at some point going to be doing a Jordan-LeBron-Goat debate just because that needs to get done, um, and I know a lot of people would enjoy that. So that one, whenever it happens, there will definitely probably be a, f- a few weeks off after that one. I think. Yeah, I think uh, Emma and I are going to be in separate sides of the house for the next couple of weeks after that one. So keep an eye out for it. Uh, we'll probably give you some warning before before it comes out. But um, we definitely got some, some great stuff uh, coming up for you guys. So um, again, uh, if you have anything... Uh, on Instagram that you want to send to us or anything you want to tag us in, the Instagram's at twins.takes. We love interacting with you guys. If you enjoyed the episode, please feel free to share it. Um, we're always trying to grow our fan base, so anything you guys can do to help us is much appreciated. Uh, anything you else you have to say, Imran? Jordan's the GOAT. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to this episode of Twins Takes. We're the twins. And those were our takes.